Hello, Win Daily family, and welcome back. Uh, this is Javi Pelezzo. I know we just finished doing a podcast right now between Jason Mizrahi and I, our, our lead, fearless leader. But I'm here actually with two guys that I talk to almost every day. No, I wouldn't say almost. I talk to every day with James Rocker and Nick. Uh, Rocker, say what's up. What's going on, everybody? Win Daily family, what's happening? And uh, Nick, you there? Nick, 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 the Canadian self. Yes, sir. I'm here. Hello to everybody. All right. Well, as you can tell by our voices, it's a it's a pretty sad time right now. Um, It's it's pretty much where we're just quarantined up. There's no sports. There's no uh, there's no daily fantasy. There's no nothing. So. We're, we're going to k- kind of dive into here and go over some strategies. Um, I'm, I'm most devastated by MLB being gone and being delayed pretty much for what seems like forever, but it's going to be till June, which is about three months. Oh so I guess what, what we want to focus on, yeah, what we want to focus on is kind of what we're doing now. So I guess, Rocker, uh, I'll start with you. So what what is life without DFS, without sports? What are you doing right now? The other day I was, it was like, I just had gotten finished with work and I swear I reached for the phone like I was going to build an MLB spring training lineup. I was like, honestly, like it felt like it was going to happen and it just wasn't there and it was, I was just so bummed out, man. So uh, it's been pretty, uh, it's been, it's had a lot of free time, man. Uh, I feel like. I mean, I shouldn't say that I have a lot of free time, but uh, I, you know, it's it's awful. Like I'm just um, just kind of doing work, staying around the house now, of course, with this whole uh, virus uh, happening. So, um, you know, I was just saying before to uh, Nick, I think I I think I'm almost out of beer. So, uh, <laughs> you know, locked inside for like four days. Uh, it feels like now the whole weekend and Monday and Tuesday. So. Yeah, it's, I'm just kind of on the computer. Uh, I actually was watching a uh, rewind of a baseball game from like, I don't know, eight days ago or whatever, just kind of passing the time, missing baseball tremendously. I know you guys are too, so. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And I mean, I'm having a little bit more energy than now, but I've been cooped up in my place for about two days. I went outside for three minutes to go get the mail and walk and it was just weird to see the outside um which is weird to say i guess you can say also but uh really mlb is is what i miss now it's 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 supposed to be mlb time right now so i guess nikki what what about you what are you uh same question what's life for you now with uh no dfs no sports no hockey because you're canadian so (laughs) yeah man uh it's been really tough. Uh, I'm going on, today was day three of uh, quarantine. I was at uh, work the past couple of weeks just doing my thing. I mean, uh, the virus hasn't hit uh, Canada all that bad, uh, or at least that we know of just yet. So I was going to work doing my thing and then uh, I got a call from my doctor uh, saying that, hey, with, uh, with everything that's going on with me health-wise, I got to be at home right now. So I'm going on day three and I am absolutely losing my mind. I am checking my final account with the same amount of money that's been in there. There's no contests, no logos at the top of the screen. There's no sports to watch. Sports Center is 
almost if not more boring than ctv news right now so there's that too been playing a lot of video games way too much touchdowns on school but uh yeah for sure uh definitely going getting on some nhl 20 madden 2k and uh all those things i actually just uh i downloaded mlb this show uh just about 30 minutes before we hopped on here so probably hit that up tomorrow and I, I definitely took your advice and uh, ordered that golf game that you told me to order. So that's coming in tomorrow to uh, my Amazon there. So nice. probably touch up on that, but uh, just getting ready for school. The rest of the semester is online, but I am completely lost without sports, bro. Um, no, I hear you. And I uh, I don't know if anybody saw it in the Discord chat. I know you did. I uh, went to Best Buy with a $200 gift card, meaning to buy um, movies, really. <laughs> And I ended up buying four video games and I spent $10 out of pocket. So I used $200 in, uh, in sports video games. It was all sports. It was literally every single game was sport. And I have NHL 20. And even though you're Canadian, I challenge you and I'm going to beat you. So we're going to play later on tonight. because there's I think the family would love to see that on a live stream. I mean, I know Nick uh, was on Twitter today trying to get DJ uh, to buy a PS4. So maybe we could get a little EASHL EA club going or something. We'll uh, <clears throat> spark it up for the team here. Yeah, and then we got to get Rocker to buy some uh, some video games. Oh, yeah. my God. So, what, so, dude, I swear to God, I haven't played video games in forever. I know that sounds crazy. Um, I think I posted earlier that I kind of missed my Dreamcast. Uh, I feel like that's the last system I had. I definitely had a PlayStation. I don't think I, I think I had a PlayStation. No, I didn't have a PlayStation 2. Uh, so I think that's where it kind of ended for me, honestly, which is really crazy. Um, but yeah, I'd love to love to pass the time. I would definitely uh, pick one up. Yeah, you guys are into. Come on, I mean, what else are you gonna do? Spend all the time with your wife and kids? Dude, I'm playing. I'm playing Survivor tomorrow. Come on. Oh my goodness. Listen, I I made a post about that. I don't know if you saw. It's pre-recorded. What's gonna stop a Survivor contestant, or uh, you know, to to do it himself, or have his wife do it, or have his? I mean, yeah, you're not winning. They're not winning much money. It's pretty much like uh, free, right? Four hundred Fanduel bucks, but still, it's. It's rigged, you know? I mean, I think I think the FanDuel survivor is rigged. I mean, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. You guys don't think that? Am I overthinking this? I think people oh, have yeah. better I think people have better shit to do, bro. They're trying to win four hundred bucks. Oh no, man. Money's money. And right now, uh some of us aren't even working right now in, in this world because of this. It's scary. Uh, That's true. So Man, I lost track how many seasons there are, man. I, I used to watch that uh Growing up, and I'm, I'm seeing now I'm on final right now, season 40. Wow. I, I don't, I think I've maybe seen like one episode. I don't think I've literally seen any, like, I've never, definitely never watched the full season of that. So I don't even <laughs> yeah. really know what the, I guess. One of my favorite shows of all time was actually Survivor. So I really, really like Survivor. I just haven't seen it in a while. Ever since I moved to San Diego three years ago, um, I, I haven't really watched Survivor. So. It's it's kind of lost for me, but let's let's move on. Um, really, what I want to focus on and it breaks my heart because I you know there's probably three four months before it's back um, is is focus on MLB. So um, really, I, I want to focus on some sleepers. So some people are discussing like um, you know they're doing drafts still. I, I disagree. I don't think you should be doing drafts. 
Um, the thing that is interesting, though, if you are doing drafts, is someone like Giancarlo Stan, Aaron Judge, even Chris Sale, who's not ruled out for the year yet, um, they're better picks now with um, with uh, the, the season on hold. So I guess my question to you guys is, uh, those are three sleepers that I mentioned now. Rocker, who are your sleepers, you'd say? And by sleepers, I mean people that you can kind of reach for um, in, in drafts and kind of uh, pull the trigger on that and go for a reach that could end up to, to turn out well with, you know, high high ceiling and, and whatnot. So what are your thoughts? How, how, how far down the draft are we talking about? Like how many rounds, uh, you know, would you consider... Let's say yeah. let's say uh, let's say six round and above. Let's let's keep it there. Um, you know, I think that one guy that people might sleep on a little bit, and I know that the Astros are going to be certainly avoided, but Jordan Alvarez, I think, is uh, somebody that might people might sleep on a little bit towards the top of the uh, the lineup. As I make my way down a little bit, though. I feel like, um, you know, a guy like uh, Mike Moustakis, uh, if you can grab him down, you know, maybe I would reach for for him in the Cincinnati park. Um, you know, I'm not, I have to disagree with you on maybe Judge and Stanton. I think those guys get scooped up uh, too early technically, but I think they're just so, uh, not Judge, but Stanton just seems so injury prone. I don't yeah. know if we're going to get a full season out of him ever again, so... Uh, he just scares me, you know. And, you know, listen, DFS whole different story. If he's uh, running a, a hot stint, you know, we'll we'll plug him in. But um, so I kind of disagree there. But further down, um, I really like some of this Oakland team, and I think if you get some of these Oakland guys available late in the draft, uh, I think they put together a pretty good lineup this year and uh, I really like what I'm seeing, well I was seeing in the spring season and I'm really sad to see it gone so, uh, you know, remember target the teams that you know are going to score some runs, I think people are sometimes always focused on these name guys and uh, tend to flock near ADP which is always smart, you know, I always say choose the best guy available but uh, so I think, you know, look for those teams that are going to put up those those runs and you know, deliver some power in the middle of the lineup. Got it. So you said Jordan Alvarez. I agree. He went. So I did a, a serious uh, XM host league draft um, recently with with Jason and and David Jones, and I actually got Mike Mustakas really late, and I was really happy with it because I don't know why he went so late. The guy's uh he's a, he's basically a bomber when he's going to hit twenty five home runs, hundred RBIs, and he might hit yeah, more home runs now than. Um, that he's on the Reds, you know, playing great Amer- American. So I like that call. Is there one more you have for us? Or those uh, two maybe? Who else did I say before? Um, give me a second here. I, you know, I, I like someone like, uh, you know, to fill out your shortstop position. If, if they, all the big names start going first, you know, uh, for people, I think a guy like Marcus Simeon could be, uh, you know, a little bit of a, a late sleeper too. I kind of, like I was saying before, it's a team I kind of like this year, um, just a little maybe higher on them than other people, but uh, you know, and same with the, the Reds and the, and the White Sox too. I think the White Sox uh, turned around a little bit this year too, so mm-hmm. look for some of those guys on those teams and see who can get later in the rounds. Uh, Nikki, what about you? Same question. Any sleepers you think? 
Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I know Rocker uh, already touched up on those Oakland bots and he was talking about Marcus Simeon, who I'm a big fan of, but two guys that, uh, that I really have my eye on going into drafts moving forward are Matt Olsen and Matt Chapman. Uh, they've definitely both shown that they could hit uh, pretty consistently and Matt Olsen has shown that pop uh, off the bat. But I really think uh, this is the year that Matt Chapman turns the corner and I know right now he's known for his glove at the hot corner. He's, uh, he's, he's drawing comparisons to Nolan Arenado and I don't even know if it's fair at this point to say that he's a poor man's uh, Arenado on defense. He's, but... not, he's on Oakland, so yeah, he's a poor man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, Matt Chapman's definitely a guy that I have my eye on uh, in those mid-rounds. Uh, another guy that I have my eye on is actually at the catcher position, who I'm pretty sure almost every guy that plays uh, season-long MLB is going to say that you either go way at the top or you punt that position altogether. But my guy this year is Will Smith. I mean, I had him last year. I had him way up there in the rankings that... I had the honor of doing with uh, with you two guys for Win Daily Sports over there. So Will Smith is definitely my catcher, and I'm seeing him in his ADP going into the uh, into the high 100s, even reaching 200 sometimes right now. So he's definitely somebody that I have my eye on. Um, two pitchers that I really like are uh, Sonny Gray. His ADP is floating at around 100. Um, our entire staff over at Win Daily is really really high up on these Cincinnati Reds this year, and. That's definitely a guy that I feel like you could reach for uh, if you're hitting the seventh or eighth round and either in two circumstances where you're either looking to kind of close out your top three, top four pitchers to solidify your pitching staff or if you're uh, if you're kind of scrambling for your second or third pitcher. I mean, I really hope you're not grabbing your first pitcher that late in the drop, but if you're grabbing your second or third guy, Sonny Gray is definitely somebody that has that top 50 upside, I believe. And then two guys that I'm looking at in the 250 to 380p range are Joe Urshela and Dylan Bundy. So I know Rocker's going to like this. Uh, he's a Yankees guy. So I really think Joe Urshela at the bottom of the order uh, could really, really provide some pop for us. And especially for DFS too, I mean, a lot of people end up trying to go with that one through four, uh, two through five stack. But I know Rocker and I and uh, Javi too, I, I know you like it, uh, going with the wraparound stack, uh, kind of to get a different build um, on our on our daily lineup. So Gio Rochelle is definitely a guy that uh, that I really, really have an, have an eye on and I'll probably be pairing him with uh, DJ LeMayu if he's leading off for them again in my DFS lineups. And my pitcher that late is definitely Dylan Bundy uh, of the Angels. Uh, especially for your points leagues in season long, wins are king. I mean, we saw what Rick Porcello did a couple of years ago and last year we had a bunch of guys rack up some wins. I mean, yeah, strikeouts are nice and these quality starts, but when a win gets you four, five, six points, depending on what kind of league you're in, uh, Dylan Bundy is uh, is in a good spot right now with uh, Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon on that team. So, And he's been, he was having a, a killer spring training. So I'm hoping he keeps that up and he'll definitely be somebody that I have my eye on. Yeah, I like Dylan Bundy a lot going to the Angels, and he's looked good. He looked good in the spring until uh, until they called it. So we'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna put you on the spot, both of you. We kind of discussed this. I kind of have I'm a very structured guy, and like Jason Mizrahi, our founder, who's not. Um, sorry, Jay, called you out. But um, <laughs> if you had the fourth spot in the draft, like I did with uh, Jason and DJ, um, 
first of all, Trout went third. I don't know what what these guys are thinking. They're crazy. Yeah, I and saw I, that. That was right. uh, that was ridiculous. Unreal. So, Rocker with the fourth pick, do you think we made the right choice of going Cody Bellinger, or should we have gone Degrom or another bat? Um, who went? What was so? What was the first two picks? You said where did Trout go? First three picks. It went Acuna, Yelich, Trout, and then we were fourth pick. Yeah, yeah, I would have went Bellinger. Okay. Nikki, that's what you guys went with. Oh yeah, yeah, I, uh, I definitely agree. I don't want to give too much away because I'm actually in the midst of writing my article right before we hopped on here for uh, for my five part series of uh, season long leagues. But yeah, for sure, uh, I think I'm I'm a big big fan of bolstering the rotation uh, early and often, uh, as I said in my article. But I think in those one through five spots, it's really hard to ignore those big five. I mean. For me and both of us on here right now, I mean, it's uh, it's Mike Trotta, number one. You have Acuna, you have Yelich, you have Bellinger, and you have Mookie Betts. Um, yeah. I actually feel like uh, like you guys, I don't want to say a steal, because, I mean, you are still at number four, but I'm really happy that you guys ended up getting Cody Bellinger and didn't have to decide between uh, Yelich and Betts there. Personally, I would have went Mookie if uh, if I was deciding between those two, but, uh, yeah, Cody Bellinger at number four was uh, was a great pick by you guys. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually off Mookie this year, uh, unless he falls to me like eight, nine, or ten. I don't know why. It might be a good call, really. I just don't like him. I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna be in a good spot with the Dodgers lineup and whatnot, but I just I don't know. I just feel like a down year. He he didn't have a great year last year either, so uh, he could easily bounce back. But call it yeah. a good call. I mean, what do you think, Rocker? Um. I like Mookie, and you know it's coming from a Yankee fan who most Red Sox. Gross. So to me, I look at him still like a Red Sox. But um, no, I think he's in that uh, just that amazing lineup, and he's going to be a big part of it. I think that he's going to score. Uh, you know, he's going to have well over a hundred runs scored. He's, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to predict how many home runs he's going to have, but uh, you know, I think that. He's in that order, you know, and just like the Yankees, it's like the Yankees of the West Coast. I feel like they're going to put up runs. Um, guys in Discord chat already know uh, one of my rules, no matter, I don't really care what night it is, you stack the Yankees. You know, it's a very popular script, a, a lot of high pick. ownership. But, homer pick. Yeah, it's totally homer. It definitely is totally homer, but maybe it's, maybe it's uh, you know, I think it's stack the uh, Oakland, uh, stack Oakland, but stack the Dodgers, you know, um, stack the Dodgers why not I mean they're gonna put up runs and he's gonna be a big part of it so but I think Bellinger or Betts I, you know I don't know if I would have uh, been like Nick and took Betts over Yelich but uh, I definitely could have seen I definitely could see somebody taking Betts over uh, Bellinger I can't believe you know Garrett Cole and DeGrom are right there too and then mm-hmm. you know you're drop, dropping down from there of course but um, yeah I think it's the right move nice job Homer, Homer pick with Garrett Cole course yeah I, I don't know if i would i don't i don't like taking picture, pictures uh i i go usually uh at least two to three hitters and then i grab a pitcher so yeah. I'm a little, i wait on pitchers because they seem to get hurt more than ever and um you know i think you can get lucky scrambling the wave a wave a wire pretty early in the season and getting what you need and i like kind of um, playing season long that way yeah i'm uh, i'm the same way i like to wait on pitchers a little bit and we actually didn't go with a pitcher until clayton kershaw with our fourth pick, and I'm not high on Kershaw. I think he's just going down a, a, 
a weird route lately, and he's always injury prone, so you can't trust him. But I think with our team, it was pretty solid. I mean, we got Nelson Cruz, Mustakas, and someone else very, very late in the draft, and I was super happy with that. So, yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're we're about to do a, a win daily staff only uh, season long league two. Uh, I guess when I'm stop when I'm done being sad, we can do it and I'll plan it out more. Um, yeah. But really, we'll see who wins. But I think uh, my money is on myself over you guys. Sorry, just being biased. Uh, just kidding. But it, it should be interesting. Um, and we'll see what happens. So I, I guess the last question before we kind of wrap it up is with the shortened season. All right. I was talking to, to Jason about this earlier. Um, what are your thoughts on um, a team like uh, the Padres, the Mets, um, I guess you can go to the Rays, uh, Oakland, these teams in a shortened season, if they go 81 game regular season with um, no playoffs, do you think any of these guys have a shot given that they're not going to have an innings limits with their rookies and, and whatnot? Uh, again, I'm being a homer saying the Padres have a shot, uh, but if like somebody like Mackenzie Gore's brought up uh, and then you have Chris Paddock not on a minutes limit, um, I think they have a good shot to, to sneak in a wild card. What, what do you what do you think? We'll start with you, Nikki. Um, I think in an 81 or 82 game, no, no matter what they decide it ends up being, uh, I feel like anybody has a shot. I mean, uh, uh, like you said uh, multiple times uh, on this spot, I'm, I'm from Canada and everyone knows the NHL season is 82 games. And you see that these, these divisional leads and these divisional matchups, they're they're tight, you know, and and it's it it could be one, two, three games that could really decide things. So I feel like a couple of these guys have a shot. I mean, uh, th- this was actually before I even met you that I'm I'm a big Padres fan. I have uh, Chris Paddock in my dynasty league, and Mackenzie Gore is one of my guys that I have on my NA spot. So I'm I'm a big Padres fan. Fernando Tatis is one of the most electrifying players in baseball right now. So. I definitely think that they got a shot. I'm also looking at, uh, in terms of you mentioned Oakland, if you get a guy like Jesus Lazardo who could really toss uh, some innings for them and, and AJ Puck, I mean, these are these are guys that they've got cannons for arms and if they're not on restrictions, they could really turn some heads. And the team that I'm looking at, I mean, yeah, I know that they're already the World Series favorite and that's the Dodgers, but the one reason why I was shying away from Walker Bueller in my season-long leagues is exactly like what you said, because of those innings limits. I mean, you get to uh, who knows what month and the Dodgers are already at 90 wins. I mean, they're going to end up restricting Walker Bueller. Your fantasy playoffs end up coming around and your ace is pretty much on the IR without physically being on the IR because they're pitching him one every six or seven days instead of one out of every five, right? So. A guy like that could really turn some heads and actually push for a top three spot in in the pitching rankings for fantasy seasons. But yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I would really look at Oakland and uh, San Diego to turn some heads, especially with their young pitching stuff. Yeah, that's what I like to hear, Nicky. What about you, Rocker? Who do you think? Yeah, man. Turning some heads here. I totally, you know, I do agree with Nick. I think that all the rules are out, man. Like. It's gonna be an unprecedented season. Like I, I can't. I'm kind of. I was trying to think about it the other day. Like, what is it gonna be like? These guys' averages, you know, may never round out. You might see guys uh, with with higher batting averages than normal or lower batting averages than normal, depending on 
you know, how many hot weeks they have or how many slumps they go into. So, um, you know, talking on the bat side, uh, I think that, you know, we're going to see some kind of weird stuff that maybe we've never seen before, of course. Um, and uh, pitching, yeah, just like Nick was saying, there's going to be, you know, it's going to be everything, no holds barred. And, I, you know, you said it before, I'm kind of was laughing. I was, uh, I had to mute my phone because, uh, you know, <laughs> the Mets, man, like, so I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I feel bad all my friends are Mets fans, of course. And, um, you know, when, when we're hanging out and we're all together, it's usually the, the Mets are on, not the Yankees. And it seems like they just have a great beginning of the season and they're rocking and then they just, it all falls apart. Um, you know, and the Yankee fans are laughing, of course. So, um, you know, like they could find themselves, uh, you know, the best team in baseball when it's time to play, you know, what would be the World Series. So, you know, I think anything goes this year, it's going to be, it's definitely already uh, messed up. Like, it's very surreal right now what's going on. So, hope everybody's kind of staying safe and all that. But, uh, you know, I think, yeah, man, I think it's going to be fun. And I'm, I really can't wait for whenever the hell opening day is going to be. So, yeah. I'm really, really bummed out that we can't start playing right now. No, I, I hear you. And, and really what it comes down to with the Mets is I see them, again, they're not the Nationals of last year. The Nationals were... Basically, a team that really won it because of their pitching, in my opinion. Yeah, their hitting came through and whatnot. But with a rotation like the Mets have with DeGrom, Syndergaard, I mean, they don't have Wheeler anymore. I don't know if they have Mats either. Uh, I can't think of their third guy. But, you know, you have those guys and they just do, you know, a little over par and they hit well and and whatnot. And they do, um, you know, what they're supposed to. They can easily make the playoffs and sneak in. Uh, as a wild card spot, I, I mean, I, I say the Padres too because the Padres were in the playoff spot uh, or in a playoff spot like halfway through the year. I think they were like tied for the wild card. So I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, as you said, anything goes. Um, let's leave it off with this. Uh, I'll let you guys say one more piece and then we'll we'll head out for the for the night. You know, back to our quarantine lives. But uh, what's the one piece of advice you'd give uh, subscribers for? Uh, for baseball, for season-long baseball um, today. Again, I'm putting you guys on the spot. So, uh, Rocker, what do you think? What's yeah. your one piece of advice? So, check this out. I haven't played season-long in a, in, a, in a long time, actually. After I got married and all this, I took a break for, for a while. It sounds uh, terrible, I know. Um, so, I'm really looking forward to getting back to season-long. But I did have a lot of wins, and I was always at the top of the leaderboard. And I'll tell you, I found the best secret is that you got to be around your computer before the game start. At least give yourself a half an hour to check those lineups. Make sure that you have guys in your lineup when you're playing. I like playing head-to-head personally. So, you know, you can change your lineup every day. And it's key, man. You have to be you have to be in front of your computer. And I think just in addition to that, you got to get the news early. So if somebody gets hurt or they're calling somebody up or there's somebody having a really hot couple of days and looks to continue you always have that bench spot available i love having that bench spot available to grab somebody out of free agency that i can plug into my lineup and and get that edge on uh on my opponent so i think that's some of the best advice i can give hobby all right appreciate that nikki what about you um so similarly to, uh, to rocker i mean you got to be around to check up on things, but I just, I wanted to add something and that's the waiver wire. Don't be afraid to 
let somebody off your roster that you drafted in a half decent round. I mean, yeah, if you draft somebody in round 24, that's it, it, it's pretty obvious that that's a guy that you're most likely willing to drop. It's probably a guy that you reached on in terms of his ceiling, or maybe it's a guy from your favorite team. No matter what the circumstance may be, it's probably a guy that you're willing to drop. But in, in the same sense, if you end up drafting a guy between X round and Y round, don't be afraid to drop him, especially if we get into a shortened season that you had high expectations for and he's just not performing. Um, you can't have emotional attachment to players when you're playing season long. And the one rule that I give myself is that I personally try to avoid dropping players from my favorite team as much as possible because of that. Um, I mean, obviously in Rocker's case, it's a bit different. I mean, all these Yankees are, are good options, but I mean, for my Blue Jays, for example, I'm big on Bovichet this year. If he comes out slumping, that's a guy that I'm going to have to end up dropping. You know what I mean? So, and what I like to do there is similarly to what we do in DFS is I like to hedge. So if there's a spot where a guy where I'm kind of reaching, hoping that he has a ceiling uh, type of season, I'll probably end up hedging something with a little bit of a safer floor. So I'll give an example of the shortstop position. If, if you're going for a guy like Bo Bichette, I wouldn't mind hedging him with somebody like Paul DeYoung, who you could get into the later rounds, who still provides that uh, top 100 ceiling, but pretty much has a floor as a top 150 ranked player. So that would be my one piece of advice. Make sure that you're keeping tabs on the waiver wire and do not get emotionally attached to players on your roster because uh, that could really, really plummet you into the bottom of the standings. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah, don't get emotional with any player, uh, even if you're not a fan. So um, similar to what you said, Rocker, I agree. Um, Stay locked in beforehand. Um, You know, with with your season long, you got to do it with DFS also. Especially with DFS, there's more to it, like weather and whatnot. And... You know Absolutely. what stacks you go with, what the ownership is. So it's it's a different monster with DFS. We're giving season long advice. I think next week or later on this week we'll do something on DFS per se, which is rocker specialty. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So I think I, I appreciate you guys jumping on. I know uh, Nikki, this is your first podcast with us, so congratulations, you did good. Um, rocker Thank and you. I will we'll take it on the side and see if we want to bring you back. Just kidding, <laughs> be back, but. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks, everybody. Take care.